Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount+. Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. She's a can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and $15,000 a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control-Alt-Desire, now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Sonny Gray has signed with the Cardinals. Let's discuss on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5 on Tuesday, November 28th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And the big move that was just announced on Monday, Sonny Gray to the Cardinals on a three-year, $75 million deal. We know the deal. Uh, Sonny Gray had a huge year, finished second in the AL Cy Young voting, 2.79 ERA, 115 whip. Scotty, how much are you buying what we saw from Sonny Gray this year, and how do you like the fit in St. Louis? Well, how much am I buying what we saw from Sonny Gray? Um, I think Sonny Gray could do that again. I think... I think history has shown that it's unwise to bet on Sonny Gray doing the same thing two years in a row. Because I don't know about you, I've been faked out by Sonny Gray, Cy Young candidate, numerous times before. Uh, part of the issue that is going to be hard to get over is is this past year, 2023, was the first time since 2015 that Sonny Gray reached the 180 inning threshold. So there's a durability there durability issue there that's going to follow him from Minnesota to St. Louis. His two years in Minnesota was a pretty good two-year stretch. He didn't, you know, finish run-up for Cy Young in, in 2022 or anything, but, you know, he had a nice ERA. Um, two years with the Twins, a 290 ERA, 114 whip, 8.9 K per nine. Mostly it's the ERA that stands out as impressive there. The ERA is a little on the high side. The strikeout rate less than one per inning. I don't know. I think when you factor in the health concerns or really the durability concerns, I should say um, the strikeout concerns for Sonny Gray and the consistency concerns, I see Sonny Gray as more like a number three, maybe even a number four pitcher in fantasy uh, next year. Uh, the fact he's going from the twins to the Cardinals. I don't know that that changes much. The twins had the better offense last year, but the Cardinals have some offensive upside. I, I, I don't know that that really changes anything. It's more just about the general inconsistency from Sonny Gray and um, the limited strikeout potential. The early ADP for Sonny Gray is 131.3. So depending on how aggressive you are with starting pitchers, you might actually be able to get him as your SP3 or SP4 in 2024. We had another pitcher sign over the weekend. That was Kent Maeda, who went to the Tigers on a two-year, $24 million deal. Solid season in his return from Tommy John surgery. 423 ERA, 117 whip, 117 strikeouts over 104 and a third innings. Strikeouts are always there, Scott, but 
like Sonny Gray, and even worse, durability has been a huge issue. Yeah. Uh, Kent Maeda has not thrown more than 106 innings since uh, 2019, so I'm not sure I would expect that from a 35, 36-year-old. The one thing here, Comerica Park is actually a great place to pitch, so if nothing else, that might help mm-hmm. him limit the home runs a little bit more. Yeah, uh, specifically for home runs, because Comer- stat cast rates Comerica Park is... Uh, the 30th best park for home runs over the past three years. Uh, so that seems like it's 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 the perfect destination for Kinta Maeda, though it is going to require him to stay healthy uh, for him to have fantasy value. He's going to be 36 next year, so I don't know how much we can reasonably expect from him in the health department. And look, I don't think this move is going to make Kinta Maeda a, a top prize on draft day. He'll, he'll probably go undrafted in the majority of leagues. But if if you are in a deep enough league where it's worth considering him with a late round pick, I do think he's a pretty interesting one because his 10.9 K per nine last year were 12th most among pitchers with 100 innings. His swinging striker, it was very good too. And if if this move to Detroit uh, cuts down on the home runs at all, he can get that ERA close to the mid threes, then uh, I think you're going to have a pitcher who's pretty interesting from time to time. Lastly, we had a trade go down right before Thanksgiving. Third baseman Eugenio Suarez was traded over to the D-backs in exchange for reliever Carlos Vargas and backup catcher Sebi Savala. Suarez hit 232 with 22 home runs and 96 RBI. He also had 214 strikeouts, which were the most in the American League. Um, still hits the ball hard, Scott, but the slugging percentage, the ISO, was way down this year. I personally don't have too much interest. What are your thoughts on uh, Suarez to Arizona? Well, you have to know what you're getting if you draft Suarez. Obviously, it's 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 not somebody you should make a huge investment in. 22 home runs this past year. That's a problem if he only hits that many. But he hit 31 the year before in Seattle. And, you know, Arizona's not the most homer-friendly venue. Uh, in fact, it's not particularly good for home runs, but neither is Seattle. So I I don't know that the venue uh, shift changes much for Suarez here. It's just more, can we see the 2022 version than the 2023 version? Because he strikes out like 30% of the time, because he sells out for home runs with the high fly ball rate, you know the batting average is going to be bad. 30 home runs from Suarez, we'll take it. 20, it's a problem. So it's just, it just kind of depends on which version shows up. Either way, you're not going to want to invest a lot in him. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again on Thursday. Bye-bye. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying The Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are, number one, I think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for The Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.